the college football experience, Kentucky Wildcats 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet, get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN discord. Yes. Make sure you check out our new discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat out some bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Kentucky Wildcat style. My name is Colby Swinging Dead to Base Dead, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh! I love talking Wildcat football. Shout out to the job Mark Stoops is doing in Lexington. It's fantastic. I can't wait to talk more about it. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Yes. Kentucky Wildcats. I mean, well, we should do that too, but first, it's I easy mean, to see a tide turn. I mean, I mean, I, how, how impressive. The Kentucky Wildcats. Mark Stoops. Two 10 win seasons in four years. I mean, look, our boy Mike Leach used to be the OC of uh, the Kentucky Wildcats back in the 90s with Tim Couch, but this is a rich program. Think about these legends, Patty C. I like Rich Brooks. I think he was a good coach. Hal Mummy, friend of the program. Mike Leach, friend of the program. Bear Bryant. There's a solid. You know, you got some legendary coaches here. I mean, do we have some legendary players from Kentucky? Yes, Jared Lorenzen, rest in peace. We we love Lorenzen. Um, uh, the, the hefty lefty is one of the uh, one of the nearest and dearest to our hearts in all of football. Yes. So, and hopefully you're rocking with us on YouTube. Uh, we're, I mean, come on, subscribe, folks. What are you doing? You can watch us on the TV. Yes, yeah, subscribe to the podcast platforms too. But we're breaking down all 131 teams like we do each and every year. So subscribe to the college football experience. And remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience because we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. And you know, the Kentucky Wildcats love talking basketball. 
Love talking Wildcat basketball. John Calipari, or as my wife will say, John Calamari. Hello. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, subscribe to both. I think you'll dig it. You'll dig them both. You'll dig them both. Patty C, though, what a job Mark Stoops is doing as the head coach in Lexington. He's got one of the greatest contracts, I think, in sports. I think it's like he gets like some like $800,000, something crazy. I forget to, uh, if he wins seven games and, and he figured out a great way to uh, accomplish that. I mean, with the way they schedule, I would agree. They have at a conference. They, they know how to, uh, how to fluff it up. I mean, you look at this year's at a conference, it's Miami, Ohio, Youngstown state, Northern Illinois, all in Lexington. And the fourth out of conference game is in Lexington as well against Louisville. I mean, Louisville was like a, a conference USA team like 12 years ago. Yeah. So it's like they figured this thing out. Yeah, they can yeah. they can get him to they can get him to four and oh in the nine conference pretty easily. You said seven wins on the contract. I think I think that was it. I think an extra that was mill. It. Yeah. 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 If I if I'm uh Mark Stoops, I am the athletic director. He's a genius. Whoever is should in be charge involved of, with the space program. Yeah, whoever's in genius. charge of scheduling that, uh putting that <laughs> schedule together, he's their best friend, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks. Uh, look, but I mean, he's doing a wonderful job. You look at, at what he's done. He's 59 and 53 in nine years. And like I said, two 10 win seasons, any way you cut it, I do believe in, in scheduling. Like if you were dealt a bad hand, you know, or you're trying to get ahead part of the problem in college football, I feel like has been that the bad teams normally get the most difficult schedules. The good teams get the easiest schedules. Yeah. And the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. You have to be smart enough to realize to to beat the system. You have to do you have this. To trick it. You have to. And rig they're it. tricking it, and then now it's starting to lead to recruits, and yeah. you're starting to see ten win seasons. And shout out, I think it's a smart smart angle here uh, by by Coach Stoops. So, uh, Patty C, let's talk a little bit about this team because a year ago, ten win season. 10 wins season 10 and three, but man, did they, they played some close ones. It makes you wonder if that was just a flash in the pan or not. They beat Missouri by seven Chattanooga by five, South Carolina by six, Florida by seven and Iowa by three in the bowl game. Now they did blow out, you know, New Mexico state and Louisville, which is always good to, if you're a Kentucky fan to blow out Louisville. Oh yeah. But the question I ask you, is that sustainable? Is it, did they, is it fool's gold a little bit? I mean, I think we are thinking of Kentucky as the Kentucky that lost to what Tennessee, like 25 years in a row. Um, I think based on the recruiting rankings that we're going to talk about in a bit here, I don't know that from a talent standpoint, it's fool's gold. And I think Mark Stoops, when we review his coaching resume, that's what I'm saying. I kind of love what he did. And, and I think it's a smart plan to get to where they're at now. And now they don't need that. That I mean, I would like to see them schedule a little aggress- more aggressively now, but I also understand he makes that money. So he's got all the incentive in the they world. They were also really smart from a recruiting standpoint going into Ohio. Well, he, I mean, well, I hope so because Mark Stoops is from Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. He played at Iowa under Hayden Fry. It was a GA at Iowa with Hayden Fry. He then coached with Jim Levitt down there at South Florida. Then with Dana Dimmel at Wyoming, Dimmel's now at uh, UTEP took him bowling last year. Uh, then he was with the Houston Cougars and then uh, 
was at the Miami Hurricanes for a decent amount for a couple of years. During their uh, yeah, well, dynasty oh one years. to oh three, and then he the went to best a- team of all times, two thousand one yeah. Hurricanes. Played had some pretty good D backs on that team, I think. Then he went to Arizona to work for his brother with in Tucson, and then he went to Florida State with Jimbo Fisher, and then boom, Kentucky. He's been around talent. He can sell that to the recruits. Be like I've seen better players than you, a lot. <laughs> come, co- I'll, I'll coach you up. I know what you need. And let's just hop into it because I am very curious. They're breaking in a new offensive coordinator, Rich Scangarello. Probably butchering your name. Sorry. Uh, but Scangarello inheriting the 38th best scoring offense in the nation, 25th best rush offense. And I think that has a chance to get better. Uh, 71st in pass offense, 46 in total offense. Top 50. 41st? 46th, 46 still pretty impressive. Pretty good. Will Levis is back. Who is a absolute uh, uh, great land in the transfer portal. I do believe I called that on here on the uh-huh. show last year. And also uh Wandale Robinson from Nebraska, but he's not back, but that was a great get in the portal as well. So Levis is back and the run game should be really good. Cause Chris Rodriguez is still there. Cavassier smoke. Greatest name in college football, maybe. <laughs> he is still a, in the backfield. They also add Raymond Jefferson in the transfer portal from Sam Houston State, where I don't know why he didn't. He he had committed to Colorado, switched, went, ends up in Kentucky. I I don't know how much burn he'll get with the backfield this good, but he is good. So they have that, that. Who? Raymond Jefferson from Sam Houston State. Okay. Um, that they got talent at the running back spot. Uh, they, like I said, they did lose Wando Robinson to the NFL, the second round pick. Yeah. The, the wide receiving core, they it's, it's new to, to it's, it's brand new to Kentucky. I'll put yeah. it like that. 104 catches for Robinson last year. That's a lot of production to replace. Well, they added from one Robin. This is Robinson's neighborhood. Patty. See, it's oh. not uh, roll your socks up like <laughs> David Robinson or roll your socks down. I should roll say your socks down. Uh, Tavion Robinson comes in from Virginia tech in the portal. Um, that's a really good get, I think. It and is. they also brought they have a, a big time freshman four star Dane Key that I think could be a key in this offense. Oh, well, I see what you did there. Tight end Brendan Bates is back. Now here's my concern. Two of five on the offensive line are back. Now we just did Kansas State's preview, and I said, Oh, they only have two of five. But to me, they brought back both tackles. They are not bringing back both tackles here. They are bringing back zero tackles. Yeah, that is concerning to me. I circle that with the Wildcats. The uh, big blue wall, as it's known, yeah, is going to have some new pieces in it. Now, defensively, Brad White doing a good job. Twenty sixth in scoring defense last year, twentieth in rush defense, fifty second in pass defense, charting at twenty six overall in defense. That, Solid. That's impressive. But you're replacing the entire defensive line. Although I will argue that as great of a name as Cavassier Smoke has, there is a new defensive line starter that might be better. Give me that, uh, Octavius Oxendine. Great name. Great name. Great name. I guess if you're an Oxendine, is there any relation to Ken Oxendine? Maybe. That would be great. What was he? Wasn't he a Virginia running Tech running back in the '90s? Could be. Um. So the 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 defensive line is going to be an, an area you circle. I think Stoops will, will try to figure this thing out, but they do return all four linebackers from a year ago, led by Jack West Jones. Two of four in the secondary is back. They got cornerback uh, Carrington Valentine and safety Tyrell uh, Ajayan. Uh, they are back. Kicker and punter back, Patty C. Uh, I mean, the defensive line. I actually don't worry about the defense. Yeah. 
Cause I think with his background being defense and I know you're replacing, it's never good to replace a whole defensive line. Yeah. But I still think if the whole linebacking core coming back, yeah, I think they're going to be Andre right. square. He was one great of the leaders. Name. Yeah. Great I mean, name. they got some great names on this team. Uh, but I worry about the offense. Where did the d- defense finish up uh, total? 26 in the nation. Okay. With six returning starters, that's decent. You would expect them to be decent. Yeah, I think they'll still be in that vicinity. Um, it's the offense when replacing your tackles is concerning and also replacing a hundred catch receiver. But the run, running back talent is really good. If they can just yeah. get some blocking there. Yeah. And Levis, uh, we saw this. Are you buying into the hype that Levis is a could be the first quarterback off the board? I don't think he's that good. But I remember when he came in for Penn State and replaced Sean Clifford. I said this guy's better. You know, this guy's yeah. better than Clifford. Well, I mean, to be you fair, think he still is. Or no, no, no. To be fair, I think you could you could say I'm not trying to to shit on Will Levis, but. A lot of people. Are I think you could say like Murray State's quarterback looks better than than. <laughs> I Sean don't know. Clifford they both times. have yeah. uh, turned into solid quarterbacks, in my opinion. I still think Levis has the higher ceiling based on height, athleticism, raw tools, uh, arm, even. But I think Clifford might be a little bit more better of a uh, game manager. I think Levis is a little bit of a uh, a wild man out there. But well, I mean, he's breaking in a new OC this year. That's another concern, but I, I don't know. I think the team is pretty good. Will Levis, 376 rushing yards to go with uh, 2,826 passing yards. Dual threat, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Yeah. And we're going to get to the transfer portal. We're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, recruiting rankings and uh, go game by game on the Wildcats schedule. You are listening to the college football experience. Subscribe and tell a friend, but uh, I got to get us paid, folks. I want to tell you that the Kentucky Wildcats 2022 season preview episode on the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN discord. Yeah. Make sure you to check out our new discord server. That the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN group. Just go to uh, you know, sports slash discord. All right. You got to, we're also brought to you by trade coffee. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. It's expert tasted trade coffees. Coffee team actually taste test thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship to you every day. Look, we're talking Kentucky. It's like having the the whiskey, you know. You guys do whiskey, you do bourbon, all right. You know how how the hell do you know what bourbons are good? Well, look, you probably got a couple guys that drink them all, and they say, "Holy shit, they're us." This pappy or whatever <laughs> is, fan- yeah, <laughs> they are us. We will tell you what's good, but in this case, they have that at Trade Coffee. They have a team uh, that taste tests, you know, thousands of different coffees. They have four hundred fifty different kinds live and ready to ship to you every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect copy coffee for you. Jeez. I can't talk Patty. C. <laughs> right now. Trade is offering a new subscriber, uh, a total of $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping. 
When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people get started today by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. Uh, we're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish makes you uh, or helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. We are back talking. Wow. Cat football. Patty. Uh, C. I, I do want to know if you, uh, how big of a, a connoisseur you are of Kentucky whiskey. Okay. I have a couple bottles at the house right you now. You do. I mean, I'm looking at this ranking mashed.com right now. Mm. Five days ago, they released Love this that article. TV show. Mash. Oh, yeah. It's classic. <laughs> we got stories about Mash. Um, they got Maker's Mark number one. No. They nope. got a bunch of these other ones. I've never heard of I like heard Maker's of. Mark, though. We do have, I do have a bottle of Maker's Mark, but I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, Happy Van Winkles. Yeah, that's the one that goes. I watched like a documentary on that. On oh, is that the one that goes for a ton, like yeah. five hundred dollars? Yeah, but it used to go for like thirty dollars a bottle or forty dollars a they bottle. Just marked it up, sort of. Yeah, Elmer T. Lee. They got a bunch, but the ones that I'm guessing it was Woodford Reserve. Oh yeah. How about Blanton's? I like Blanton's. How about that Wild Turkey One Hundred and One? That'll get you where you want to go. You were taking some shots of that the other That'll day. That'll get you where you want to go. How about J. W. Dant? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. Whiskey in the family. Search it. Check it out. JW buddy. Dent Whiskey? Yeah, buddy. Is that a real label? Yeah, buddy. Oh my gosh. Look at that, Kentucky yeah. folks. All right. I'm a, we need bottles of that. I know. I'm we gonna order get us some that. bottles. Hey, of anyone that. in Kentucky, please send us a bottle of JW Dent or any. Any. We'll look, we take samples. We take <laughs> right. samples. We'll test that out for All you. All right. Too. Uh just for that, they're going undefeated, Patty C. Let's end the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, no, the transfer portal. We kind of grade if they win or lose the transfer portal for every team in the nation. Well, uh, they did a great job last year. Let's see if they can repeat that. Safety Zion Childress comes in from South Alabama. Cornerback Jordan Robinson, I think, comes in from the JUCO ranks. Running back Raymond Jefferson comes in from Sam Houston State. I think he's a good addition. I think it's just a crowded backfield. Cornerback Kizun Smith from uh, Ole Miss coming in. Running back. Uh, Running back uh, D Beckwith, interesting name, comes in from Tennessee. Wow. Wow. The hell's happening? Look, I, I, I he, got. He liked the bourbon a little more than what? What do they have down Jack in Daniels. That Jack Daniels. That's you pretty know? good, too. I like it. Nah, yeah, Kentucky shit's better. Yeah. Oh, right. I agree. I agree. What is Beckwith doing though? You can't go from Tennessee to yeah, like, it's a slap in the old face. Someone he was drinking bourbon when he made that decision, right? <laughs> Come on. Uh quarterback Deuce Hogan comes in from Iowa. Defensive end Darian Henry Young comes in from Ohio State. Circle that one, Patty C, because I think he can be a difference maker. Same with uh Tayshawn Manning coming in from Auburn, perhaps giving them some depth, much needed depth at the defensive line spot since they're replacing so much. And then wide receiver Tavion Robinson from Virginia Tech, which I think was a great land, an outstanding land. Who do you think are like the top two most impactful transfers here? 
considering what they lost, I would say Darian Henry Young and Tavion Robinson. Yeah. Um, I do expect some of those other guys to be contributors, though. Um, so there, there's that. Now, what what did they lose in the portal, Patty C? They did lose some some. You know, it's it's 2022. The portal's wild. Um, they lost uh, what? Cody Goatley, a linebacker. He's in the portal. Offensive lineman RJ Adams is at Georgia Tech. Uh, wide receiver Ernest Sanders is in the portal. Um, they lost Nasir Watkins, an offensive tackle to Liberty. They lost wide receiver Trevon Morgan to Miami, Ohio. They lost cornerback Cedric Dort to wa- to Wisconsin. They lost uh, wide receiver Isaiah Epps to the portal. They lost linebacker Marquez Bembry to Yukon. Uh, they lost uh, safety Moses Douglas to the portal. Uh, they lost defensive lineman Isaiah Gibson to Marshall. Linebacker Katie McDaniel to UCF. Running back Torrance Davis to the portal. Linebacker Jared Casey to Indiana. Um, and uh, quarterback Nick Scalzo to Samford and Joey Gatewood to UCF. Any terrible losses? Which happened late last year. Yeah. Any terrible losses in the uh, transfer portal there? Ah, uh, maybe you can make a case for like the kid that went to Indiana or maybe Dort to Wisconsin, but I don't think terrible. I think they definitely won the transfer portal. They did a great job getting out there, getting after it, probably paying some players, but it's legal. Can't <laughs> give them a hard time. Can't give them a hard time. Pretty solid. 28th in the transfer portal uh, nationally, ninth within the conference. So SEC teams aggressive in the transfer portal. Looking at last year, really the last three years, because four years ago, 129, but then 46 last year, sixth in the transfer portal. And then 28 this year, they're consistently pretty solid at uh, getting players to come on in. Yeah. Presumably some of that basketball money being spent on some football players. Hey, regardless, they, it's working out. Yeah. Patty However C you get talk, it done. Yeah. Talk to me about recruiting rankings, uh, recruiting rankings um, nationally. I mean, this team's getting, just getting better and better. It's pretty dang impressive what they're doing. I'm not going to lie. Starting in 2018, the fifth year seniors now and moving forward, 37, 38, 25, 23, and 20. That's what I mean, though. In he this built this most recent cycle. We built this city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what he was doing there with like I, I I commend him. I think he did a great great job of doing that. That is true. That's I mean, in the most recent uh within the conference, they've been pretty low because the SEC is competitive. Eleven is out of fourteen. 11, 12, 9, 12, but boom, all the way up to number five in the conference. I mean, the teams that have had consistently the number five recruiting class in the conference, I would assume are the Florida's, you know, maybe yeah. the uh maybe the Auburns. You start to find yourself in that recruiting territory. Look out. Watch Kentucky out football. Watch out for the Wildcats. About to become a real thing here. They should be, man. They got fans. Lexington, come on. Wow, I mean, fans, like they could they could be nasty. They should. Who's got the better checkered end zone, Tennessee or Kentucky? I'm gonna go Kentucky. Mm, ouch! <laughs> ouch! Sorry. You know I'm mad at the Vols for the way they did our boy Mike Leach. So that's true. You know, always got a bone to pick. I gotta, I gotta just side with Kentucky every time, <laughs> whether it's whiskey, whether it's everything. All right, um, Folks, uh, look, Las Vegas, you're watching on YouTube. You see this uh, win total here. I used to have to reveal this thing. I don't have to anymore. Uh, Las Vegas is, expect- is expecting eight and a half wins as the win total. Well, I guess that is the line. They're not expecting eight and a half wins because that's impossible, but <laughs> you get my point. Um, 
Wait, Kentucky doesn't have a checkered end zone. They just have the checkered sleeves. My bad. I thought they had okay. I thought maybe yeah. they had it too. Fresno State does, right? I think Fresno State's got the checkered end zone too. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so anyway. you're wrong. So I guess uh, I'll still take Kentucky's end zone. How about that? <laughs> there you all go. right, they're they're. I'm trying to win over the Kentucky fans, not lose them. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, "What the fuck are they, are they talking about? You drinking enough whiskey? The any That's end right. zone's checkered. All right, That's right. it all looks checkered. Let me tell you that right there. Uh, Patty C, what do you make on first thought of like eight and a half wins? Or do you just blindly lean over considering Stoops has had two 10 win seasons in four years or what? I think that would be a presumption. If I was betting money, I would, I would lean. Obviously you, you want to look this over more closely if you're going to be throwing money down on it, but off the top of my head, I guess Blindly over nine? No, I would say they're still an eight-win program in my mind. They're leaning because Vegas is leaning towards nine. The the under, I'm sorry, no, they're leaning towards eight. They're they're the unders at uh, minus one forty. The over is at plus one twenty. So let's hop into it. The schedule, Patty. See Saturday, September third. The Miami Ohio Redskins come into town <laughs> uh, to Kroger Field to take on. The Kentucky Wildcats, uh, relatively local little showdown here. I like that. Um, I'm going Kentucky, obviously. I am too. One and zero. Here comes the big one, though. They always play this week too. It's like US, USC and Stanford. Um, Kentucky at Florida Saturday, September. 10th. I think last time they went to the swamp, they won, and that broke like their first. Uh, that was like their first win in the swamp since. I don't know. Like Reagan was in office or something. They do have a great chance at this. This is a this is a huge game. In fact, I hadn't even thought of this yet, but Kentucky's probably right there for the SEC East. If they Besides can get through Georgia. This. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But they get Georgia at home late in the season. So if they can have If a, they can get through this, the question is this is so tough. I think Kentucky's Napier's better. I think Kentucky's year? a second game, you mean? Or second game, yeah. I just thought when I had them playing, I had Florida playing Utah, you know, week one, and then Kentucky week two, and I thought one and one. Question is, who's better right now between Utah and Kentucky? I don't know. I, I, I think Kentucky. I think be Kentucky's better than Florida the swap right now. Is obviously I'm taking Kentucky. Um, I think Utah is the proverbial body blow that a team like Florida doesn't necessarily want either. I'm taking Kentucky on the road too. Two and zero. Oh. The Penguins. Come into Kroger Field. You know what? Three and zero. Oh. Stoops from Youngstown. He's got it out for his hometown. Three and zero. Oh. Give it, getting them rich. Uh, yeah. Week four, the Northern Illinois Huskies and Rocky Lombardi. Rocky Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Touch me and I'll sue Rocky Lombardi. <laughs> uh, they're four and zero. Oh. The schedule is dog shit for the month of September. That's one of the easiest schedules in it all is. of September, or like in all of college football for September. That is a fucking Kickwalk. easy ass schedule. Well, fl- a road trip to Florida is not. That's it. I mean, they still were six and seven last year, Patty. See, that's true. So you're playing not a winning Power Five, and th- and a. I know Northern Illinois. I thought was the they won the MAC, but they're the luckiest team in the nation last year. Yeah. With the way some of those endings went, <laughs> I don't think they're nearly as good as what, no, what they, were, we thought. they were a counterfeit MAC champion. And last then year. look, Youngstown State was three and seven in the FCS last year. I don't, I just, in Miami, Ohio is like a f- average team in the Mac. That's an easy ass September. Give me four and L. Then they head 
to vault Hemingway Stadium, Patty C. Ooh. Oxford, Mississippi. Lane is still there, but gosh, I want Kentucky to win this game, but I got a feeling Ole Miss will. But this was a wild game in Lexington the other year. Jeff Lebby ain't there anymore, and neither is uh, Matt Corral, and neither is John Rice Plumley. I mean, but who, I'm no, taking who, Ole Miss. Who they get? Jackson Dart to transfer. Yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss. You, I guess it's I got a second go road game. Yeah. Um. So four and one. They then they come home to take on the vegan Spencer Rattler. Shop to a drop. This is an interesting uh, game because interesting a year game. ago this was a close game. What was the score in this one? Last Sixteen ten, I think. Right. I thought it was a six point game. Right. Um, this is an interesting one because I do think South Carolina is going to be better offensively than they were a year ago. It was 16, 10, 16, 10. Yeah. yeah. On the road there. I do think, uh, I do think Kentucky's still ahead of them. Plus the game. I'm, I'm going to say this. They host South Carolina. They host Mississippi state one and one, one and one. All right. So that puts them at what? Five and two, five and two. They got a bye week and then they're at Tennessee. Patty C they haven't had the best success against Tennessee. I mean, what have they done recently though? I felt like they've had a little more luck. I thought Tennessee smacked them last year in, in Lexington. Um Let's score there. Getting hard time. No, it didn't smack them. It was a close game. 45-42. It was an arena football game. And t- Tennessee still won three of the last five. Uh and if, if seven of the last ten, it looks like. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee. Oh, I don't know though who I consider to be the uh the program that I would bet on at this point. This game's in Lexington again. Yeah, no, it's in it's, it's in, in Knoxville. Uh, oh, I'm gonna give that to Tennessee. Then. I am too. Coming off the bye for uh, Kentucky's nice there. What does Tennessee have prior to that game? They have UT Martin. Practically a bye. <laughs> so uh, advantage Tennessee. What do we got them five and three now? Five and three. They're at Missouri back to back away. I will say that is a sneaky like Missouri's away games. I feel like are just weird. I'm taking. I'll take Kentucky. But I just feel like that is a, a possible upset there that, yeah. that we could be Missouri missing. is the the last team you want to face on the second end of a back to back road because you know you're already tired and then they're just good enough to catch you. Yeah, you don't need to give them any advantages. I still give it to Kentucky. So one on one in that stretch as well. It puts so that, them at six six wins, and three, right? and then they're home to Vanderbilt seven, seven and three. three, home to Georgia seven and four, home to Louisville eight and four, eight and four. We're on the under. We are on the under. I tried to go over too, man. I mean, it's possible. It's possible that that uh, two game home stretch. South they Carolina. only have like one flat out loss, and that's Georgia. Yeah. And and everyone else is a winnable game. So they they could be the, they could have the best season ever. They could go eleven and one. All right, paint me a picture where this team wins the SEC East. Uh, here's how it happens. Here's how it happens. Yeah, they beat Georgia. No, but even if they lose to Georgia, can Georgia lose twice? Georgia plays. No. They can't. <laughs> they have to beat Georgia. That's what it has to be. But they, they get them in Lexington. Okay. And then so, so they can even afford a loss at Tennessee or at Ole Miss. But they upset Georgia in Lexington November nineteenth. So they have they to have get the tiebreaker on Georgia. Two then. of three really tough road games between at Florida, at Ole Miss, and at Tennessee. Obviously Florida not what they typically are, but it's still a team that took Alabama to the wire. Granted, LSU and Auburn did that too. Um, still, they get a buy before their back-to-back away games. There's a, it's a favorable schedule. They could, I mean, even, I mean, the, even they could even lose to Louisville. God forbid. I'm sure the Kentucky fans hate to hear that, but 
And because that's a non-conference game, they're not going to, they've been rolling Louisville recently. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, that would that mean an 11 and one season uh, if they were able to get there and, and win the sec East probably, can you imagine that at Kentucky? Hey, I I never thought I'd have two 10 win seasons in four years. Shout out to Mark Stoops. However, I am going to say eight and four is more, more likely slightly. I could easily see nine and three, but I, I could would. too. I could too. I could easily see nine and three, but this is one that I don't have a good grasp on. I think the over could hit the under could hit. Um, it'll be interesting. To Some see. of those 50, 50 games though, they're going to drop at least one. You would think Yeah. those, those being South Carolina, Mississippi state and Florida and Florida, and maybe even Louisville and yeah, maybe even Missouri. We gave them that yeah. a, as a dub yeah, before. That's true. Uh, eight and four, still a great season, folks. Don't hate us. Uh, maybe nine and three, eight and four, something like that. All right. Subscribe to the college football experience. Also remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience folks and the college baseball experience, which I host with Noah B and look, give us a five-star review on iTunes. And if you do that, take a screenshot of your review, find me on Twitter or us on Twitter at the college football experience, which is at TCE on SGPN. And I'm on Twitter at the Colby D show us that we'll send you a college football experience t-shirt like that sweet ass pennant right there. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give him a follow NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow. We are the college football experience and also check out all of our other stuff. Sports gambling podcast already handling NFL props, win total talk, fantasy football talk. Check out the fantasy football gambling podcast. We have a ton of great content. I mean, uh, MLB gambling podcast. If the MLB is your thing right now in the summer, uh, we also host the USFL gambling podcast. Check that out. Uh, what else is going on in the summer? CFL gambling podcast, um, MMA gambling podcast, the soccer gambling podcast as the world cup, uh, you know, kicks off this, this winter. Um, NBA gambling podcast, NHL, you go on and on and on. We got you covered. Check it all out. It's there for you. It's for free too. So get the SGPN app and uh, yeah, enjoy it and and check out the discord SGPN uh, group. That is firing that bad boy. Oh, up. You got to fire that thing up. That thing is fantastic. So uh, all right, folks, we're both on the under, but we're rooting for you. Mark Stoops. This is the college football experience, Kentucky. Wow. Cat style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.